Okay, take us away, Calgon. <laughs> That's how we know hold her. Calgon, take me away. I remember that. All right. <clears throat> bath salts, take me away. Yeah. That's, 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 that's we joked the about that on thing. butterflies all the time. Yeah. Okay, this is why take, does that mean? Eat bath salts, eat a face, you know? <laughs> eat a face. I remember that news story. Yeah. That was really awful. Yeah. Um, Hello and welcome to Winging It. This is the offshoot of our regular Birds of a Feather show that happens on the off weeks. When there is no regular Birds of a Feather, there is Winging It. So you'll never go another week without Professor P. Soup and myself, Christina Baldwin. You lucky bastards. Yes, as you frequently say, absolutely. So again, you'll never have to be without us. And why would you want to? Who wants to? I mean, that's a ridiculous thing. I mean, there was there life before us, I guess. But could you call it life? Dead giveaway of mental illness. Right. I mean, right. Exactly. Well, what will we be talking about this week? Not even Professor. Shit. Not even David. I don't call him Professor. Not on this show. He's called Professor on other shows. To this show, on this show, he's David. David the BFF. David my BFF. Exactly. David has no idea what I'm about to say. And... So it's going to be a big surprise, and uh, we'll see what your thoughts are. So today, what are we going to be talking about? Well, we are going to talk about the top 10 overrated bands of all time. Gasp! (laughs) Overrated. According to... According to, well, I started with a bunch of college students, and then I did a whole bunch, probably about eight different sites, and saw what they also had and so i've come up with the top 10 from all of those sources i think you're taking due diligence to an extreme but hey i want to make sure that i'm not just taking one source and using what they have and i have to shop around my mama told me you better shop around right so i do ltdg loyal to the game oh seriously i they don't even want to know how loyal i am to the game they don't even want to know so are you ready for number 10 are you braced uh, yeah. You're going to need to take a deep breath because you're not going to like this one. Uh-oh. Metallica. What lunatics, <laughs> what escaped, hideously disfigured escape <laughs> mental patients voted on that? Well, here's some of the things that I've gathered from some of these sites. They said, this band supposedly reinvented heavy metal, but its real accomplishment is inspiring 40-year-old single men to buy that new pair of cargo shorts from The Gap. So. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> straight up brutal <laughs> straight up brutal now i will say that i'm a huge metallica fan i do not find that they're overrated at all in fact um on my facebook page i asked people to do a top five i said ask me top five anything and this was one of them top five heavy metal songs metallica has my top two songs wow so they are absolutely not overrated to me in any way but <laughs> there's some brutality going on uh so 
<laughs> it says here, I can't help thinking of an agitated toddler whining when I hear James Hetfield's voice. So this concerns me because that's not what I hear at all. So David, what are your responses to some of these uh, brutal, brutal statements? Well, say your prayers, little ones, okay? <laughs> because <laughs> there's a lot of boo sheet about there, about Metallica out there. Yes. You know, uh, I understand how you get tired of hearing about a, a band or an artist or an actor or anything being all that, the be-all and end-all. I mean, honestly, I felt the same. I got so sick and tired of hearing about Brad Pitt before I ever saw Brad Pitt in a movie, and I thought, wow, he's fucking brilliant. The guy's yeah, a great he's actor. amazing. You know, I just got so tired of hearing about him because it was always, he was so cute. Yeah, he is cute, but I, I'm not going to watch a movie because of that, but he's a hell of an actor. So you're a uh, bigger man than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't watch a movie just because a woman is good-looking either, I got to say. You know. <laughs> She's going to have to be something like funny like Fran. Okay, but... But uh, anyway, uh, Metallica, no, I don't think Metallica is overrated at all. I think, admittedly, the first few albums, the vocals are kind of, uh, oh, uninspiring, shall we say. I mean, they sound, it sounds like, I can barely tell, well, yes, I can, because I like Metallica better. But you listen to early Slayer, early Metallica, they obviously had the same kind of production in mind, the same, you know, that, that cheesy vocal sound. And the lyrics, honestly, were nothing to write home about. But those are still great albums. Kill Em All, the very first one. Fantastic record. Oh. And um, I think they were kind of losing a little bit of steam, maybe with uh, Justice for All had a real horrible... <gasps> but the, the production sucks. You can't hear the bass. I still liked Injustice but for All. But I love this band. I love this band. I have everything they've ever recorded studio-wise, uh, originals. Frankly, I don't have uh, Garage Incorporated. Shame on me. Uh-oh. But um, I do have everything they've ever done original-wise, except for St. Anger, No Big Loss, because I used to have that one. <laughs> But this is a fantastic band. As far as James Hetfield's vocals, I have to give him credit more than other singers of this type, like more than like uh, the guys from Pantera or I anything agree. like that. Because he, uh, yeah, he does scream and yell and stuff. And the early the early recordings were cheesy sounding. But listen to the quality. He can, this is a man who can truly sing. Listen to Hero of the Day, especially the live version with the uh, San Francisco Symphony uh, conducted by Mr. Michael Keeman. Um, by the way, there's a new one of that coming out, uh, mm. S&M too, just about to be released in theaters or streaming or some shit like that. Some shit. But um, the guy can really sing. He can carry a melody. The lyrics have gotten very, very much better. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think their musicianship is superb. I can't believe people rag on uh, Kirk Hammett, great guitar player. And uh, not only has he got a kick-ass collection of Universal Monster guitars, but he's a great guitar player, is constantly learning, constantly taking lessons. And they rag on uh, Lars Ulrich, who's a fantastic drummer. Uh, everything about this band is great, I think, and I love all their stuff, and I have all of it. And uh, overrated, and uh, by the way, I love cargo pants too, okay? I've just kind of recently <laughs> been converted to them, and I'm, I'm seeing the life-changing, wondrous virtue of those. Metallica's great, and I don't think they're overrated in the slightest, honestly. But, you know, uh, I would love to know what bands the people who said that do like. Right. Well, I think it's saturation. And I think also, you know, uh, Metallica is all over the radio. And also people might see, you know, some something like Metallica as a quote unquote sellout, which is just an overused term and used incorrectly to me these days. But I think there's it's saturation. It's it's what people consider overplay. It's, you know, we are like making them out to be these like deities. And they like, no, it's over. It's too much. And the thing is, is we'll talk about that more later but it's it's kind of like 
you know, you're listening to the goats, right? And they're like, oh, there are new goats, though. Why are we still talking about the old goats? Because they're the OGs. Yeah, it is. It is saturation. <laughs> it's like I was saying, it's the, uh, you know, you get tired of hearing about it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, all right. It's like some people are, yeah, 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 Led Zeppelin's not that great. You know, it's the same thing oh. with Metallica, I think, that people just are tired of hearing about them. But think about it, wipe your mind clean as if you'd never heard of them and then give them a play and you'd be like damn these guys are really great right. I think I think it is that sort of that irritation and as a grumpy old man I totally get this I'm sick of hearing <laughs> about like anything so um, <laughs> I, I get that but really to be fair blank your mind to listen to Metallica and it's like wow these guys are friggin excellent so yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't get that part not overrated yeah, to yeah. me yeah. nope alright the next band and this is actually something we're going to be talking about on on birds a little bit later the eagles are number nine wow so let me tell you what they said i can see why people like the eagles the band was making its best music in the heyday of rock and roll and was and is still one of the most famous and popular bands of all time in reality though the eagles are a band with little to no talent musically the band's most famous song take it easy wasn't even written by the band Jeez. Yeah, these are just little statements taken from different places that people say. Hardcore fans of the band deal mostly in nostalgia, and the quaaludes they were probably on while they were listening don't help their argument either. Oh, it's that, is it? Oh, <laughs> it's you damn kids. It's you snot noses. And it's like, yeah, that was my dad's favorite music. I've moved on from that and everything. And yeah, we will talk about the Eagles more later on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with not overrated again on this one, but uh, we'll be talking about them on Boyd's. Yeah, definitely don't think the Eagles are overrated. I mean, you know, they're not one of my favorite bands. I don't dislike them. You know, they dabble in a lot of different genres of music to me, which I don't hate, but I I don't love either. And I got introduced to them as a kid, so they're kind of burned in my brain. I, you know, there's they're a band I'll always love because of when I was introduced to them. And, uh, you know, I've seen them in concert, and they're fantastic. So I don't think they're overrated, though, again, it's a saturation. It's They've been around a long time, but I don't know that that makes them overrated. No, I've, and I've never seen them either. But, uh, and yeah, I was, you know, this was... A band. I mean, Hotel California came out oh. when I was in school, and I, I mean, even before that, the you know, the greatest hits volume one, all the earlier records and stuff before Joe Walsh joined. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was listening to all that in school, and yes, driving around didn't take Quaaludes. Thank you very much. <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I uh, I resent I, the insinuation. I, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I totally. I mean, I know you take your ecstasy and listen to Skrillex, and you think that's like the outer <laughs> limits of music. That's the highest form of art ever. I get it. But uh, no, I love. Eagles, but we'll talk about them more later on the other show. Yes, yeah, so not overrated. Not overrated, no. Number eight, I think my heart is actually broken. I think I know who this is going to be. I'm just guessing. Go ahead. Go ahead, guess. Nirvana. You too. Oh, you too. Oh, wow. The biggest stadium rock band of all time also happens to be the most mediocre and pretentious band of the 80s. Bono can't even get through a concert without name-dropping a politician who is destroying society or the environment. The hidden messages prevalent throughout his lyrics are mundane and drawn out. Well, I, I would argue that that has no bearing whatever on the quality of their music and its entertainment value, uh, just to listen to them. I would expect someone to say, okay, the nasal whining of uh, of Bono uh, is not conducive to hours of listening, pleasure, uh, whatever, uh, because he sort of was one of the pioneers of that braying, jackass kind of sound. But he does it, melod- <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but he does it melodically, and I wow. think, uh, we've talked about U2 before, I think they're great. Now, I've never had U2 records or anything, but I would 
wouldn't uh, throw them away if someone gave them to me and everything. I do, I do like this band. I totally see the merit of them. Overrated as far as like, <clears throat> I mean, there are a few bands. It's like Desert Island bands. U2 wouldn't be one, and the Eagles wouldn't be one either. But I would still listen to them any day of the week, and I think they're great. Overrated. Uh, I think anyone is overrated if you call them like the greatest band of all time. But uh, if you set that aside and just say, are they good or are they not? No, U2 totally deserves their success, as I've said before. I can understand The Edge comes in under some criticism for his guitar because it's a bunch of trickery, according to some people, but it works for you, too. I mean, it's their sound, and it's brilliant. So here's some more comments, and before I say these comments, I mean, clearly, I've spoken about it on other shows, on Birds, certainly, that U2 is my favorite band. And so, you know, this is Don't something that. that I hear all the time is, oh, they're totally overrated, oh my god. But if you haven't been to a U2 show, you have no idea the magic that happens there. And if you weren't of a certain age sitting there listening to Joshua Tree crying into your knees, you don't get it. But I was that person, and it did change my life. (laughs) (laughs) And they continue to inspire me. This is quite interesting. Even the band's magnum opus, the Joshua Tree, is just a jumble of overbearing messages and religious metaphors. Even with a voice like Bono's, the band is unable to achieve the intricacy and impact it narcissistically tried for. So I could not disagree more. And again, I don't understand the hate toward you two. And I certainly don't think they're overrated. Again, just because they're successful, they're outspoken, and they have messages in their music. You've just described every artist. You know, if they weren't outspoken, they wouldn't have music out there. That is really what it's all about, you know, is getting your message out there, whatever it is, you know, and I think they do that. And and I think it's okay. We've talked about the, the fact that it's okay to use your you know, your position to kind of further your cause or further a cause or to share your thoughts about it. So I don't think they're overrated. I think they're getting their just desserts. I think they are one of the biggest bands in the world. And that's year after year of working their asses off. They still tour. And even though, uh, speaking of uh, James Hetfield, I would say you get more of a vocal range, oddly enough, although some people dismiss him as a singer, from him than you would from Bono, because Bono oh, always sounds like Bono. I see, no, but I'm not criticizing him. It's just even though, even though Bono's voice pretty much is always that same Bono sound, to me, you cannot say that U2's music all sounds the same and that they have not evolved, that they have not adventured, that they have not risked and, uh, and branched out and, and broadened their horizons, because they have. Unlike a certain band who's played one friggin' song every friggin' year and every album from since the beginning of their career, and I hope they come up in this list too. <laughs> well, we'll have to talk about the Bono voice thing and we'll have to do these side by side comparison side another here. time because yeah, I'm, well, I'm just on your side. I'm just <laughs> Bono has a crazy range which he really showed off on Octung Baby where he sings really really high and goes into a crazy falsetto that I can't even do and I'm a girl. So it's crazy. But anyway, you two overrated not I I say no, so that's I'm 3 for 3 not overrated. Yeah, so far me too, yeah. So and I'm, I'm holding out hope. <laughs> okay, so then we go on to Journey. Was Don't Stop Believing Your Parents' Wedding Song? Hey, mine too. <laughs> Journey is what people are... It's re- always that. It's your parents' music thing. <laughs> yeah. Pe- Journey is what people are referring to when they say mainstream classic rock. Once inside your head, the simple and annoying Steve Perry pop hits are nearly impossible to get out, making Journey one of the most hated bands on this list. Mm. Man, I mean, you people, whoever said this, 
I'm going to come to you with open arms, okay? <laughs> um, I don't get this. Oh, it's corporate. It's arena rock. Journey is great. Journey first. Journey rocks hard. They kick ass. They swing. They do the great power ballads, and I never had a beef with power ballads at all. Uh, I think I saw them once. They're wonderful. Uh, with, you know, the Steve Perry era. I not liking Journey? Oh, man. I'm telling you. I think it might be a saturation thing, too. Well, I, th- I think it is exactly what you said. It's like uh, there's a lot of criticism of Journey because it seems like and sounds like corporate-created rock. And, you know, it's it's something easy to digest by the, you know, from the masses. Oh, they can take it in easily. It goes down easy. And I think there is something to that. I think there is a, a really powerful formula that, you know, ha- kind of emerged during that time. And once people find that it sells, they continue to reproduce that sound. And I think Journey does it better than anyone. Power ballads, I'm in. Steve Perry's voice, I just, I absolutely love it. Now, overrated. Mm, so let's see. If I'm thinking of overrated the right way, perhaps Journey could be seen as overrated. Um, not that they don't have talent because they have some amazing musicians in that band. Neil Sean, I mean, come right, on. I mean, right, he's right. brilliant. So, you know, uh, I guess for me, they're on, they're kind of right on the edge of maybe being, maybe being overrated a little bit. But I only think that if I'm funneling it through the filter of, oh, it's corporate arena rock. If I take that away, then absolutely not. Yeah, in a vacuum, you're in a, floating in a capsule in space, you know, cut off from the human race and somebody, and, oh, I'm picking up a signal. It's Journey. Are you going to go, oh, shit, this sucks? Or are you going to really enjoy it? I think Journey is good. Uh, yes, yeah, Steve Perry has a, a unique voice, and some have said he sounds like a duck, but I think he's, I think it's oh beautiful. I love his, I, I love, love the way he sings ballads. Voice. I love the way he sings rock. Oh, I Sherry. Love, you know, oh, Sherry, oh, uh, Dixie Highway, oh, you know, uh, Open Arms. Come on, don't stop believing. Yeah, come on. Hey, the Sopranos last episode. Not that I saw it, but I mean, come on, that's 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 an epic song. Come right on, there. it's I mean, epic. Uh, overrated. I don't know how to quantify that because uh, none of these bands so far would be my favorite Desert Island bands. But there are only a few that satisfy all of my needs, where they would be like the only group I would ever listen to or anything. But I love Journey, uh, and uh, like I said, I have seen him talk about concerts to crow about. Here's a lineup I saw in the seventies. This is a giant stadium in New Jersey. Frank Marino, Mahogany Rush. Journey, Ted Nugent, and Aerosmith. Now that was what? Yeah, that was some shit right there. Yeah, Journey was just just killing, just on fire. Oh my god! And the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Oh, Come on, man! It's a great song. kids, you kids today. Nothing. To, it, it, I swear, you're right. It's too smooth. It's easy to digest. You ought to gag on music, and it ought to make you sweat, and it ought to make you squirm, and it ought to make you miserable. I like Journey. They might be easy listening or easy to listen to, or whatever. But you know what? I like that. I, I love Journey. Yeah, yeah. I really do. Doesn't make you miserable. Doesn't rip your guts out. Sorry about that. There <laughs> There are plenty of bands that will cater to your need for uh, self-torment, uh, but uh, Journey's not one of them. They just uh, they entertain you, and I like that about them. Yeah, and I'm okay that it's slick. I have no trouble with slick. I have no trouble with smooth. I have no trouble with it goes down easy. You know what? I'm open to all kinds of music, and that includes Journey. Yeah, I've heard that it's too slick. It's too polished, charged, mm-hmm. leveled against Boston. Well, suck it. I like Boston, they too. They do, too. Yeah, yeah, they do. All right, so... Uh, I don't know how you're going to feel about this next one. It's it's always a it's always just a moment. ACDC. It's about fucking time. That's the band <laughs> I was talking about before. You know, ACDC started the death of rock and roll. <laughs> ACDC took rock music 
put it on a universal slate, packaged it, and started peddling it to every person in the country. The music isn't rich or beautiful, and is less <laughs> is less music and more of Brian Johnson's raspy screaming on an undecipherable hard rock progression. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. <laughs> no, no, and and. ACDC, as somebody once described them, is a is a like a twenty minute band. It's like it's like the greatest thing you ever heard for twenty minutes, and it's like then it's like oh please do something else or shut up, you know. <laughs> uh, and I know I know that Bruce does not agree with this, but um, I uh, I can really oh if I, if ACDC comes on, I'm going to crank it up, and if they play a sub- second song, that's going to be great. But are they the be all and end all savers of rock and roll? Hell no! They do the same damn song over and over again. It's a good song, but it's the same song. I mean, I've, I, I've jokingly referred to them in the past as the Antonio Vivaldi of rock and roll because somebody once said Vivaldi just does one uh, concerto, but it's a really good concerto. <laughs> but I think that's unfair to Vivaldi. But it it's is. not unfair to ACDC. Right. Oh, they turn the tempo down once in a while, but it's the same song over and over and over and over and over again and they'll be the first ones to admit it they will and do I like them sure I do yeah I mean I, I can dig them but overrated I couldn't tell you how many times I've chuckled to myself at uh, some Facebook group where somebody says who's a better group ACDC or Led Zeppelin and what people, people are like well ACDC of course I'm like are you fucking kidding me what the fuck they do the same song over and over again it is were a they good, deaf at the time yeah right it is a good one but I mean you know what it is they must have heard uh, you know how you can come to a conclusion like that if somebody plays the crunge <laughs> <laughs> oh, crunch revisited <laughs> crunch or Jermaker <laughs> versus uh, versus you know uh, who made who or money talks or safe in New York City or back in black or something like that I really do like ACDC and I can listen to them anytime but just not for a very long time I mean they get all I mean Metallica has got way 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 more range and diversity even though they're both considered heavy metal bands and everything mm-hmm. uh, ACDC yeah that's the one I was waiting for that really is overrated I cannot 100%. believe the adulation they receive as if there's nobody better in the whole world than them or, or Angus Young very fine guitar player but good lord in heaven I mean I can think of a hundred people I like better agreed yeah no ACDC is absolutely a hundred percent overrated. I it still confuses me that so many people that I respect, you know, love this band. And maybe again, it's when you heard it. Maybe it hit you when you were ten, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's the best music I've ever heard." I was ten, and then it will always be part of the best music you've ever heard. <laughs> that's, that's basically what Bruce said. Right? That's pretty says, much what Bruce. Come said. on, who wasn't inspired to begin playing by hearing big balls? You know. <laughs> It's like, well, me. I'm raising my but hand. But <laughs> I, I was listening to them back in the day. Actually, the first, uh, I was reading about them in the old 70s magazines and stuff, and I went to see Rush, mm-hmm. who I did know, and ACDC Bon Scott opened uh, for them. Oh, wow. And I thought, wow, they're, this is that Australian band I keep reading about, and they're really good. I do like their stuff, but honestly, if I never heard them again, I probably wouldn't mind. And it astounds me that um, they were the uh, impetus if I'm using that word correctly, for um, Leona X, a wonderful musician that I uh, really respect, to start playing, and then she formed a band that fucking blows ACDC off the map. You know, there's so much better. And it's just like, you know, usually you don't get inspired to start a band and become better than your heroes, but uh, it's not hard to beat ACDC, honestly. It's not. Leona X is very, very talented, crazily talented, and ACDC... 
Yeah, Jaggedy Ann blows ACDC away no, any I mean, day of the week. And they, they actually uh, ended a bonus track of their one and only album, which was produced by ACDC drummer Phil Rudd, <laughs> uh, strangely enough, through a go. very incredible story. Uh, they, they covered their Sin City. And uh, it's a great song. I like the way Gala sings it a little bit better. But Bon Scott was a better singer. We discussed this before oh, on yeah. Birds. But um, this is a band I really could sort of do without, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those I wish I'd never heard. I really don't care for it. I don't get it. No, I, I'm, I'm more I warmer understand. to them than that. I agree yeah. they're overrated, but I'm warmer to them than that. I mean, if they come on at 3 in the morning, how many times has WPDH Poughkeepsie, New York, bitches, greatest <laughs> AOR station in the world, they would put on something at 3 in the morning, some ACDC, and it was like, yeah, this is just what I need right now. It's like audio coffee, you know? But, um, God, I do not have a need for them in my life, really. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It's I don't, I don't actually own any of me. their records at this point. Yeah. And uh, I don't tend to get any either. So Yeah, I find it repellent if it comes on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good... I love that. If it comes on the radio, if it happens, I happen upon it, I just move right on with my life and change the station. I don't, I don't understand the love for them, so they are absolutely 100% overrated. Yeah, as soon as you told me right at the beginning of this what the category was, they were one of two bands that came to mind, and I've already forgotten what the first one was, but they were the second. It's like, ACDC's got to be here. They got to be here. They got to be here. Let's see if the other one comes up and refreshes my memory. Well, I will tell you, you are going to be pleased with this, and I'm going to disagree with this, but it's going to be a great conversation. Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) I don't get these, uh, I don't get these Groups, I really don't. Dave Matthews, Matchbox 20, I don't get that shit at all. Not the same. <laughs> so different. Honestly, I don't know a lot of Dave Matthews, but I was never really inspired by anything I heard. But eh, maybe I just got the wrong wrong stuff on the wrong day. You know, a lot of people, it's, it's one of those, either you love them or you hate them. Some you know college I mean? kid group, it sounds it, like. You know, I will say they definitely appealed to a lot of college kids because they're, I mean, master musicians. They're incredible musicians. Really? So, yeah, you have a lot of these really gifted musicians playing together and playing stuff that's tricky and, and, and you know, progressive <laughs> and totally different. And you, it's, it was, it would not fly today. Dave Matthews would not be anything today, if you ask me. They came upon the scene at the exact right time where people were ready to digest a band like that. And we were eating it up because it was singer-songwriter, but elevated. And then it was kind of jam band. And then it was a little progressive. And then it was clever. And then it was funny. And it was tongue-in-cheek. And it was all the things that we wanted, but we weren't getting from any one band. So we got it from them. Here's what they say. Do I really need to say much more about Dave Matthews? Or as frat brothers from the 2000s would call it, DMB. That's what we called it. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the most played out bands of all time. Striving to be ethnic and original in its music, Dave Matthews Band comes off as bland and incredibly monotonous. I'm sure I could walk into an Abercrombie and Fitch at any time and hear DMB playing along with some Jack Johnson for a little variety. Now, they're not wrong (laughs) about, about that whole scene. But I really think, you know, I don't think they're overrated. I think people didn't understand them and unless you took the time to kind of immerse yourself in their music it's hard to understand but it was something that was all over the radio for a very long time and so you get hooked on one and then you're like oh i love that song oh i love that oh that's different and it is something that i think you would like because it's not kid music it's interesting and it's smart I imagine, if I'm remembering even, I, I, I'd almost have to pretend like this is the Senate and vote and abstain or vote <laughs> or vote present. I'm present, but I'm not saying yay or nay because uh, I'm not that uh, uh, 
familiar or well versed in Dave Matthews Band, but I'm picturing ooh, I'm picturing myself um, not digging the vocal much, but I could be wrong about that. There's a lot of those bands that arose, those college type bands that arose at that time where it was just like the singer couldn't sing and everybody thought that was really endearing. It's like, wow, that guy can't sing and I can't sing. He's just like me. Well, I don't want to hear dudes who can't sing. I want to he hear. Can sing. You may not like it though because you're very picky about male singers. I am very p- picky so about I'm male singers. So I'm not sure if you'll like it or not. But I'm, I mean, I like his voice a lot. I've heard certain bands that I really, really do like say, wow, I saw that group and I thought that could be me up there. Well, you know, I don't want somebody who's no more talented than I am. I mean, I want people who sound like a, like a god, like Freddie Mercury or, or, or Robert Plant or somebody like that. I don't want somebody who sounds just like a boring nasal loser with a clothespin on his nose. But I don't know that that's Dave Matthews. So I vote present only. Well, I don't think they're overrated, and I think it's fair for you to to vote present. This could call for a uh, Spotify playlist. Uh, I, I I think I'm <laughs> going to make you one. I think it's I think it's a good idea. I like that we are able to do that for each other and share music. Because if what you you heard you didn't like, that's great. But all these years later, you know, maybe taking another listen, the, it doesn't come under the umbrella of college music, you know, where you're like, oh, I'm kind of repellent, right? <laughs> right yeah, there. You're like, yeah. and I'm out. Yeah. So I don't know. But I don't think they're overrated. But I think there's a lot of people who would agree that they are. And I say, take another listen, kids. Okay, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hmm. How does one come to enjoy a punk metal band with a lead singer who makes duck faces all the time? And he raps? My mind is boggled at how this band hit the mainstream. Seriously, listen to some of the lyrics on Blood Sugar Sex Magic and tell me this is what music is about. (laughs) She stuck my butt with her big black stick. I said, what's up? Yes, the band actually said that and much worse. So, I mean, I don't really care what they say, but... um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, I was in when I was younger. I think they're fine. <laughs> That's never a good thing for me to say. They're, ben- <laughs> they're benign. They're benign you know? <laughs> I think they're fine. They're fun. To me, they get monotonous. They're kind of one note. They do the same thing again and again and again. And I did like some of their early stuff. Blood Sugar Sex Magic is the shit. I like that album. But then I'm kind of, I think I'm sort of out. I think they are overrated. I think they put out some quality music, but I do find them to be overrated. Yeah, I, I would say they were overrated. I do appreciate some of their stuff. And the instrumentalists are superb. I mean, Flea, They're I, amazing. I couldn't believe he yeah. turned up in uh, The Big Lebowski. I that know. was hilarious. He's great. <sighs> I mean, he looks... They, they go out of their way to look sleazy and everything, but they are fine, fine musicians. There's no question about it. Anthony Kiedis as a vocalist, I'm not mm, really that sold on him no. at all. I think he's... Uh, who's that other group? Like Sublime? Is this like one of those groups that uh, <laughs> the singer sublime. the singer kills it? Although I will listen to Kiedis for a hundred years before I'll listen to five seconds of Sublime, so whatever that guy's name was. I know he's dead. I'm sorry, but Chili Peppers. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I I like some of their stuff. I don't think I would want to hear a whole album of them necessarily, but they come on occasionally and it's good. You know, the funk metal thing is all nice, but I think Kiedis. I don't like smarmy, smart-ass vocal types, you know, like, uh, oh, that, who the fuck is that? Uh, Blink-182 and Bowling for Soup and all those those kid snotty things. And I think Kiedis has that sort of going for him. He can be mature and vulnerable, and uh, songs like, you know, Under the Bridge and some of the serious ones, but uh, it's not a pleasant sound to me. Uh, I don't think, it, like, if they got a new singer, they'd probably be something better, I think. But um, yeah, I, I do think they're overrated. I don't get the uh, the adulation, so they're okay. But that's it. Yeah, Kiedis is 
is is a big draw. He was very good looking when he was a kid. I mean, he's decent looking now, but I'm with you. The vocals, I don't get the vocals. I think the music is fun. I don't have issues with smarmy, snarky, sleazy looking. I think it's fun, but I just think that the quality is lacking. And for me, if you are that famous and you are, you know, that big a deal, then I think the quality should be there. Or for me, that's a little bit about being overrated. I don't think they're as good as their fan base thinks they are, or or the pedestal upon which they reside. I think it's much too high, that pedestal. Yes, I agree. I don't mind, no, I don't mind the sleazy look and everything. All I meant by that was that it belies their excellent musicianship. I mean, it does. Chad Smith's a wonderful drummer, Flea's a superb bass player. But, uh, yeah, the the vocals is is kind of what kills it for them. It does. I think it kills it, too, yeah. No, and, you know, a little bit of sleaze goes a long way, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, there are bands that I wonder why do you want to look like that? Like friggin' Pantera. I mean, why do you want to look like a bunch? They, to me, they look like such low lowlifes. It's uh, it, it almost gets in the way of their music. They look like such hoodlums. It kind of gets in the way of the music a little bit. Yeah, I but, think uh, I think part of the reason that they do that is kind of to kind of thumb their nose at what it's supposed to be. It's not shiny. It's not pretty. It's just people chilling. Yeah, you know, people in their hoodies, people in their tube socks with their sneakers on, making music, and that's really what I think. That's what they're saying because you know that's what it's like when we're. We're practicing. We're not. We're not pretty. We're in a. You know. We're in a room. You know. In whatever grungy crap we're wearing. No makeup. My hair is in a ponytail, and we're rocking out. So I think that's kind of their thumbing their nose at the establishment. Is what I think. I, I guess it's a seventies thing. Where back in my day, people were. Uh Unconventional looking in an entirely different way. True. <laughs> and it, yeah. yeah, it was a really cool way. Yeah, it was a really, <laughs> was a really cool, cool way. way. So it wasn't like, you know, let's look like a bunch of uh, skinhead gang members and shit like that, you know. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I just think, I, I see a Pantera video like uh, like Cowboys from Hell. Great, great. One of the best hard rock songs ever. We're talking about looks and they look like, God, they're so ugly. I just want to turn it off and listen because the way they look is just, I don't find that whole... You know, thrashy, head bangy, head swingy, you know, hair thing appealing at all. I think it kind of interferes with the music a little bit. But uh, you're also not into videos and stuff, so maybe. That is true, you too. Know, I, I don't mind seeing the visual representation of the hardness of the music, but. I can understand how it might be distracting to some, like a little like, oh, you know what? I'd rather you be heard and not seen. I get that. So it makes sense. I have not seen what you're talking about, but I, I think I know what you're saying with like the, the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you Their know. heads banging. I, I know Metallica used to do hair. that too, but they, they, get, they get a pass. They get a pass. <laughs> And so, I don't like beards either. So. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, but ZZ gets the pass, don't they? Uh, I'm half expecting them to turn up on this All list. right. Well. So Red Hot Chili Peppers, we agree. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know about this one. Jimi Hendrix. <gasps> <laughs> I'm sure this is an unexpected one for most people. I realize the impact Jimi Hendrix had on rock and the development of music and guitar playing thereafter, but I think there needs to be stress on the word influence is what these people say. So, uh, a little bit more. (laughs) The guitar playing on every song was incredible, but 
That was kind of it, wasn't it? It seems like I have to wait through two minutes of the main riff, hear the words Foxy Lady, then just listen to the guitar riff for another two minutes until he says it again. Then the solo comes, after which he repeats Foxy Lady, followed by more guitar, then the song ends. You can replace Foxy Lady with the title of any of his songs. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm going to say there are some points well made and they're funny, but I don't know that that makes him overrated. I uh, I was in the habit of saying for many years that Jimi Hendrix was overrated. Not that he wasn't a great guitar player, but I always bristle when people say things like, well, who's the greatest guitar player ever, do you think, besides Jimi Hendrix? It's like, well, how the hell does he automatically get up there? You know, It's just like, well, who's your favorite Bond besides Sean Connery? Well, Sean Connery is not my favorite Bond, for one, and Jimi Hendrix is not my favorite guitar player. I think I player. might have actually said that to you. I was like, so is it Sean Connery? You're like, OMG, no. it is not Sean Connery. Move him down about six on the list. <laughs> um but Hendrix, only last year, I got this really nice Hendrix set. I also uncovered in my Dead Friend record collection, I had Axis Bold as Love, which is quite good. Mm. But Jimi Hendrix first was, without question, a great songwriter. And that's one of the things that isn't just, you know, Foxy Lady. And, you know, I, I think if you really listen to the totality of Jimi Hendrix's music, he's a fantastic songwriter. What pushed me away for years was his singing. The guy could not sing. But once you really, ex- you know, you get into the fact that, you know, the songs are his and he's singing his own words and they're really well done, I have warmed up to his voice considerably. He was a great guitar player, but I certainly don't think he was the best ever. I think there are a lot of people who have gone much farther. So was he fantastic? Yeah, I wouldn't even put him in my top five as far as guitar players go, but I do love him. Uh, singing, well, you know, it's a little unfortunate, but... Uh, for you know half an album or something like that, I can I can also dig on Hendrix. I'm not comparing him to ACDC in that way because he's way way better. But I do think he's a little overrated, honestly. I think he's got this uh, deity status that really isn't deserved. Uh, the influence thing. A lot of people level that charge at the Beatles. They go, okay, well I understand how important they were in the development of this, that, and that, and the innovations of that, and the you know new this and you know, and, but. You know, when it comes down to flat out listening, just straight listening, they're really not that great. Well, I think they are. I never get tired of them, not ever in my entire lifetime as I've I've been hearing them. Hendrix is not, I've warmed up to him to where I would say he's overrated only when you consider the status with which he's usually regarded. He's great, but nobody deserves the acclaim that Jimi Hendrix gets, I think. So slightly overrated, but that's not a hit at him because I do appreciate him. Yeah, no, I agree. They kind of end it this way, and this is one of the the really great things that they say that hits home to me. Hendrix is heralded because he died too early, yet I can't help but wonder if he would have fallen off the radar anyway. So here's the thing. He will always be regarded as great, and I get that because he did inspire, he did change things, he did bring something new, but that doesn't make him historically the best ever. That means that he was the best at that time, and I'm okay to say that. I'm okay to put it in a category and say he was great for that time. The Model T was great, but would you trade your 2020 Mustang for it? No. Exactly. No. And there's been many, many other guitarists who have bested him. And of course, I mean, not that he didn't inspire many or all of them, but they've certainly bested him. So is he among the greatest guitarists of all time? Sure. I would would say, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Is he overrated again as a deity? 
I agree with you. I think he's overrated in that regard, but he still deserves the status of one of the greatest guitarists of all times and certainly a pioneer in many, many ways and an inspiration and influence to many, many, you know, and certainly, you know, at that particular time, there was a lot of a lot of stuff against you know, him coming out and doing what he did, and he did it well, and he changed things forever. Musically, you know, historically, he changed a lot. So, giving him his props, I still think he's overrated. Yeah, the electric guitar was not used the way he did prior to him. I mean, he totally, totally, totally. revolutionized that. Absolutely. I mean, he was making sounds with a guitar that nobody had ever even considered. Right. And, you know, of course he gets acclaimed for that, and I still listen to him to this day. But that doesn't necessarily make him the greatest. So, yeah, no, I think he's overrated, but not in the same way I think uh, ACDC is overrated. Right, no, not no, the same, not, not the in same. the same yeah. category. Exactly. All right, we have one more that we're going to mention just because we're running out of time. So, are you ready? Yeah. I think you're going to be pleased with this one. Nirvana. Uh, I expected them to be. I don't remember who the one that I was thinking was going to be on the list that I, that I didn't like that was overrated. But I think Nirvana is fantastic. I really do. Now, there are a lot of bands of that era, and we've had these discussions that <laughs> I do not appreciate and I cannot yeah. relate to that whole Seattle thing and Alice in Chains and Stone Temple Pilots. Blech. Nirvana, on the other hand, I think is fantastic. You know, the criticisms that Kurt Cobain couldn't sing, well, he sang Nirvana music just fine. You know, <laughs> that he couldn't play, well, he played just fine for me. I think uh, there is a lot to Nirvana melodically, and when you strip away the noise, I remember the first time I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit, uh, because you know, they had been around before that, but that was the big mainstream radio breakout, and I heard that song, and I thought, holy shit. This really hits hard. This is, I, I can't turn this. It was the same thing when I heard Welcome to the Jungle. I said, this band is going to be really, really big. Mm. This is great stuff. And uh, I was hooked. And I've heard some of the earlier stuff. I've heard some of the later stuff. I think the test of a band, Unplugged, they were great. They were great. Turn off all the noise. They were great. And when you strip the songs down to the basic elements, as Tori Amos did with her acoustic piano cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit, and you realize this is a song with a really solid melody, and uh, it's great listening. And uh, yeah, Nirvana, I'm always in for Nirvana. I don't think they're overrated uh, necessarily, again, unless you put them too, too, too high. But I'm much more in for Nirvana than uh, ACDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ACDC. Yeah, well, much more in than them. I like what they said here, and this resonates with me. Nirvana is no longer a band that existed in the 90s. Rather, it's a brand. People who don't even know Nirvana wear a band t-shirts and hang its posters on their wall without even knowing the name of one of the band's albums. The worst part is that David Grohl, the forgettable, easy, <laughs> easily replaceable drummer who wrote no songs or music, reaps all the benefits. So, I uh, I tend to agree with the fact that I feel like their brand, you know, the fact that he, he died so young, that he died so tragically, that his suicide letter was so publicized, I feel like all of that has made it into a brand and it has a life of its own. That's two Club 27s in this list. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. It just feel like it's a little, I think it's great music. I like Nirvana. I don't know that it's quintessential, you know, Seattle sound for me. I don't know that it defines grunge for me. I don't know that it transcends anything. It's different. It's interesting. I like it. I don't even mind that he doesn't have a melodic voice, really. He sings, you know, um, and I'm okay with that. I don't need him to be a, a singery singer, but 
I do find that Nirvana is overrated. I think that they're great, but I think that, again, that pedestal is higher than any other pedestal out there. And I'm like, all right, guys, they were good, but were they really that good and that amazing and that defining of an era? I don't, I don't think so. I oh, speaking of uh, of melodic voices, I do love what they did uh, acoustically. The unplugged. Oh, the unplugged with, is oh. with uh, Bowie's "The Man Who Sold the World." That oh. was really really sweet. Uh, you know, overrated. Uh, I think this is probably who I had in mind as far as uh, a gentleman who just came up by the name of Mr. David Grohl. Uh, speaking of overrated, I was kind of half hoping the Foo Fighters would find their way onto well, this. Was Nirvana slash Foo Fighters mentioned? Oh, here. there yeah. you go. Well, they are. Way more overrated than Nirvana, that's for sure. But um, I yeah. like their music better than Nirvana. I, I, I didn't think Dave Grohl was that forgettable a drummer, but I don't uh, think so either. But I don't. He's I, a great drummer. Actually, people with these drum things just I just don't get. It's like Ringo Starr, Charlie Watts, uh, mediocre drummers. Would you ever listen to the Beatles and say, "Well, I wish they had a better drummer," or the Rolling Stones? I wish they had a better drummer. Nirvana had the exact right drummer for that band. It's just too bad he started singing and uh, started a band of his own. That's all. I'm so. pretty happy that he did that. Oh, um, but they're saying that that Foo Fighters is just Nirvana without Kurt Cobain, and I disagree because oh. it doesn't sound anything like Nirvana. No, they and, don't. Uh, I I like the fact that they don't sound like Nirvana. I like Nirvana, but I also like Foo Fighters. And David Grohl, Dave Grohl, <laughs> David, it's your fault that I'm calling him by a formal name. Dave Grohl is an excellent drummer. So it's unfortunate that he's bearing the brunt of all of this because he's, he dared start a new band. Oh, no. Oh, my God. what He should have just laid down and died, I guess. I think it's great that he started a new band. It's wildly popular. It's very poppy. It's funny. It's tongue-in-cheek. Um, it's serious. It's all the things that I, I look for in a band. So Nirvana overrated. Foo Fighters, I don't think they're overrated. I think they're getting their just desserts for what they do. Gee, I flipped the script there, except for, I, of course I understand, imagine you're the drummer and didn't write or anything like that, you're just the drummer, be in this great band and everything behind Kurt Cobain, and then he dies, and then, okay, you start your own band. I totally get that. What, do you expect him to be mute forever? The guy's got music he wants to make, he wants to sing, he wants to start a band. I totally get that, and, and many uh, instrumentalists, members of bands have gone solo and everything. I was going to say Phil Collins, but of course he also sings. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he didn't sing in uh, Genesis, though. Not much. No, not much. He was uh, the, just the drummer of Genesis, and look what happened with him. Not a huge solo career and carrying on the Genesis torch. So I totally applaud Dave Grohl for that. I just wish he'd uh, started a good band. That's all. Ooh, tiptoeing away at this point. All right. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree on that one. And I, I get it. I totally get it. But what, for white me, flag, white flag. Nirvana, <laughs> Nirvana overrated. Foo Fighters, I don't think they're up on any pedestal. I think they're getting their just desserts. And I think it's just respect. That's what it is. But they're not up on some crazy pedestal. Nirvana is their brand. And I'm not sure I'm not sure they should be up on the highest pedestal in all the land. They're so much closer to to like you know being a gods than i think that anyone really deserves to be and i'll say dave Grohl definitely you should <sighs> school him a little bit and instruct him on the judicious use of the word fuck because he uses it too much it's kind of dumb the way he does it i saw this live clip of foo fighters the only reason i tuned into it is because he uh, it was his birthday and he was like 
this is the fucking best birthday fucking party I ever fucking oh, had. Oh, and no. it's just like, nah, oh, oh, you wow. sound like an idiot when you do that. Mm. I'm sorry. However, he invited on Mr. Paul Stanley, and they played a Kiss song, and that was pretty slick, I gotta say. But uh, that's why I so tuned Paul in. So Paul Stanley likes Foo Fighters. How interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll have to talk to Paul about that yeah, one Yeah, get back days. to me. Yeah, let me know yeah. what he thinks. Uh, yeah, uh, either that or... Well, maybe, I'm gonna talk to Dave about liking Kiss, liking so we'll Kiss, have some yeah. discussions. Well, we'll come know, back together after we have those talks. Well, maybe Paul... Well, a lot of people like Kiss. Uh, Rob Zombie and them guys. A lot of people uh, like the Foo Fighters. Mm, yeah. But <laughs> kid, kids, you know. Kids, except for oh Paul God. Stanley, who's not a kid. By I am any means. certainly not a kid. Yeah. I am well, and, and of course, you know, who knows if uh, it's a mutual fanship. Maybe uh, Paul's got the invite and goes, oh, well, maybe I'll expose my group to uh, this kid audience and maybe that'll be good. So, uh, who knows if he really well, likes the Foo Fighters. I imagine he does, though. I'm imagining he likes the Foo Fighters. I'm imagining that they like Kiss. Yeah, I mean, it's okay to like a band that's inferior to yours it's <laughs> it's true so i'm glad they like kiss that's sweet it's very sweet it's very tender and loving uh, i like it yes. well that actually brings us to the end of our topic for this week's winging it and hopefully you enjoyed it david a little little uh, overrated band discussion i knew we were going to agree and disagree on some of them which i think makes it fun and I knew we were going to say, what the hell's wrong with these people? Uh, but reading some of their like scathing reviews, I think, is kind of fun. Uh, and also gives us a great opportunity to say that they're full of shit. Yeah, I like scathing. And, and honestly, I, I'm tired of running across these uh, hearts and flowers, uh, rainbow people out on the <laughs> internet. It's just like, when you say you hate something and you say something sucks, they always like, it's like, come on. Part of the fun of being a music lover is being a music hater. It's a critic. Not a critic. It's nothing personal if you, I mean, you're not going to hurt the artist feelings because they're not going to hear unless you're Lester Bangs who's a total douche you know <laughs> or any of those guys like the guy who uh, Robert Christgau whatever his name was who wrote that you know House of the Holy was like just this dreck and Zeppelin should have stuck with what they did best it's like oh. yeah yeah. do the Lemon Song part 37 you know and just keep doing the same blues shit over and over again and don't come up with great innovative stuff like No Quarter no don't do that don't do that yeah no forget that just keep just keep being uh, you know an, an amped up version of Muddy Waters uh, for the rest of your life yeah no thanks but they're not going to hear that anyway but I, I think it's fun to talk about shit music just to you know to get it off your chest and, and if you like this band and I think they suck it's nothing personal against you no. I think it's great to say that kind of stuff and that's of course. the fun we have here so that is it is it's uh it's good to uh be a music lover and a music hater and yeah i mean it's okay to rag on music i don't mind if you you brag on some of my favorite groups you know Vice that's versa. No, it's fun yeah you know, anyway so it's that's what fun. we do here we talk about music good bad the ugly the love the hate that's it's right. all good here in the spirit of brotherhood and uh love and friendship and hopefully education and teaching you what's shit and what's not which means listening to me <laughs> <laughs> speaking of a couple of additional potential I guess overrated bands there are some honorable mentions that I'd like to go out with Pearl Jam oh big time <laughs> Beck yep, yep Grateful Dead Morrissey uh, yeah well not Morrissey so much Grateful Dead eh, you know the icon status is a little bit out there but yeah yeah go ahead Sex Pistols <gasps> Mumford and Sons Aerosmith Sublime Third Eye Blind, Jack Johnson, and the Notorious B.I.G. 
Yeah. So there's a lot in there that, I mean, there's just not enough time on this show, but there's a, a lot in there that I disagree with and a, and a few that I do agree are overrated. But some honorable mentions for you to chew on. And I don't know, there may or may not, I'm not sure yet, be a poll out there about these honorable mentions to say which ones are overrated, which ones are not. And we may or may not share it on the next show. Who knows? But uh, thanks for joining us again. We hope you are enjoying Winging It, the in-between shows. You regularly schedule birds of a feather still occurs every other week and on the in-between weeks you have winging it so that only leaves for you to say let's fly this coop This has been Birds of a Feather on Fusion Music Radio.